Well, hello, everybody. It's your favorite vampire feel. And I'm here to introduce the man of the hour, the man with a plan, the man who would try to woo a girl with his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle knowledge. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. It's Johnny Townsend. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody. That's right. After a week of not showing up, and I got so many emails and phone calls and just angry rabid fans out there are like, where is my week of Johnny Townsend's horde movie reviews? Or reviews, as I've written on my uh, own board here, because I forgot the W. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I went a week without it. It's because of my schedule. I forgot. Uh, or was it my schedule? And uh, on top of that, I also forgot. <laughs> it's more. It's way more the forgot thing. It's 100% that. And, uh, and nobody, nobody cared. I didn't get a single, <laughs> not one person uh, said a thing. In fact, they were probably relieved because they didn't have to listen to this. This didn't show up in their feed, and that is a cause to celebrate. <laughs> I gave you a week off for me, but now we're back, baby. So here we go. Welcome to Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews, in which I, Johnny Townsend, review horror films. A genre of film I particularly do not care for. Why would I do something this wild? Why would I submit myself to something this crazy? To something that I don't care for? That's simple. For you. That's right. For you, the fans. Yes, for you, uh, person over there on the treadmill. Yes, for you, person over there who's trying to work, but you need to listen to something in your headphones. Uh, yes, to you, person driving in your car, listening to this, listening to my... Dare I say, brilliance, and I've never said that before because it's not true, but it's it's for all of you, and also because I don't actually watch the movie, I just watch the movie trailer, and that's <laughs> way easier for me to digest, so uh, that's much easier for me to readers digest, cut that joke in there, <laughs> actually don't, it's terrible, but leave all this in, Chris, don't cut a thing, you know what, uh, I am who I am, flaws and all, here we go, the movie this week is Maniac Cop. Roll that trailer. There's someone out there. Hey! No one knows his name. No one knows his face. Oh, no. But now, the most terrifying man in the city carries a badge. Edward. Unstable and there was a deceleration injury. There's in your old hanging. You really think a cop did this? Why not? Would you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some lunatic dressed up like a cop? Spice squad. Go kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause, without mercy. He may be getting information from inside the department. That means he is one of us. You see a cop, you cross to the other side of the street. You're not gonna get me. Nobody wants to shoot a cop nowadays. He's got one hell of an excuse. This one is my personal life, any of your business. Since your wife was found dead in a motel room. You gotta be wrong. You wanna see the pretty picture? Keep your hands where I can see them. Hold on, I, I didn't do any of this. 
when a cop turns killer. You have the right to remain silent forever. Maniac Cop. That's right, Maniac Cop from 1988, the beautiful late 80s. I don't remember this film at all, so I haven't seen it. Apparently, uh, this was good enough to spawn some sequels even, because there's more than one. But I only watched the trailer for the first one. I didn't have time for that. You get me? You feel me? So, Maniac Cop. This is in the time of uh, year in horror films in which it was sort of the norm to have a lunatic-type monster that goes around killing people, that type of deal. And that's what this, and this movie, honestly, is just screams 80s, just from, from the people's hairstyles, <laughs> just to the way the movie looks. So, uh, now, there is a movie that I have seen that's also from the 80s, and uh, it's it's a brilliant piece of film making in it, too. Spawned many sequels, and that, of course, is Police Academy. So, uh, this Mania Cop is sort of the spiritual uh, successor to Police Academy, if you think about it. And especially if you don't think about it, since it really doesn't make any sense. And they're not linked whatsoever, besides the fact that they're cops. But, <laughs> that's neither here, nor there, nor over there. Or, where? Underwear? I made myself say underwear. Mania Cop... Going through the streets of a city, I didn't catch the city, it could be uh, New York, it could be Chicago, it could be Los Angeles, I think it's either New York or Chicago, that's the vibe that I got from the streets, the main streets that this that this film tried to portray. So you got this maniac cop, right, he's this, uh, uh, this monster, he's tall, he's huge, uh, you never really see his face. It's always got sh- like there's like a perfectly uh, placed shadow over where you would be able to make out his features of his face, and he's just uh, going around uh, like just ending people's lives in a brutal manner. Apparently, people enjoy that for entertainment. I don't get it, but hey, <laughs> teach their own. Now, here's the deal, though. One of the ways, <laughs> one of the ways in which he takes a person's life, in which he violently says, your breathing is stopping now, as he shoves this man's face into wet concrete. (laughs) I'm assuming it's going to be quick-drying cement, and it's going to quickly... uh, That's the way I pictured it in my mind, though. So, like, when when the real police find him the next day, He's going to be like face down and and I don't know how they're going to get him out of this. Honestly, it's going to be a giant mess. And I know a lot of uh, people when they're putting down concrete get really upset when somebody like usually it's a kid comes around and writes their name in the concrete or something like that. This is a whole nother level of this. This is a (laughs) this is a guy's face in the concrete. It's got to be annoying. I mean, you got to walk around it. Uh, There's just so many things that could go wrong here and really honestly it's very uh, it doesn't it's not good for the for the look of the area they're trying to spruce it up they're putting beautiful shrubbery all over the place uh, flowers uh, the architecture they're cleaning that up making it look nice and then all of a sudden there's this guy with his face in the concrete 
You know, I mean, it's just, it's not good for businesses in that area. But you know who doesn't care? The maniac cop. He doesn't care whatsoever. So the whole gist of this film is you got the, uh, it's the maniac cop versus the, the, the city's police, right? And there you know, they have a, a serial killer on the loose and they got to find this guy and they got to stop this guy. But here's, here's one of the kickers. This guy dresses as a cop, right? And for all we know, he could be a cop. Spoilers coming soon. But the issue here is like, it's even shown in one of the scenes in the trailer. This this woman's running away from something, right? Like, let's. Uh, she was getting mugged and she ran away from the mugger. And she sees this man in a police uniform, or she just sees the police uniform. She runs up to him and goes, Oh, thank you. Oh, here's a scene from the film. Here we go. Oh, thank you, cop. Thank you. This man was over here. He was going to mug me. He almost stole my purse. Uh, Ma'am? Uh, sir? Uh, who are you? No! 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 You're a maniac cop! And then that's how the movie gets its name. Uh, the name of this movie is said in this film multiple times. This is one of those beautiful movies that does this. And I wish every movie would have a moment where the name of the movie is said in the movie. I mean, that's how I remember what movie I'm watching. I mean, never once... In Avengers Infinity War, did they ever say, hey, this is Avengers Infinity War in the middle of the film? So at one point, I got very confused. I was like, what movie am I watching here? And I had to, I had to look on my ticket stub. That's the only reason I even knew. But this this film, it's, it's way, way, way better than you would expect. I mean, this is just 80s art on display. Here, so he so the maniac cop goes through uh, murdering people left and right. You know that's his hobby. Some people collect baseball cards, and he goes around shoving people's faces into wet cement. I mean, everybody's got to have something, I guess. So that's this dude's. But the police, the other police, the ones who want to actually protect the people, they're trying to figure out who this person is, and that's one of the biggest. Reveals in this whole film. The, the it's slowly revealed through one of the main actors, the one of the main cops in this movie, that the uh, that the person like here's the here's the here's how the scene's set up right. He's in the police station, and he's in a dark room where all the files are, and and he's backed up against the wall, and slowly. Coming out of the shadow is this maniac cop. He's walking to him slowly, one foot in front of the other in a very slow manner. One foot, the other foot, one foot, the other foot. Until the light goes across his face. And then the main actor looks upon it in horror. He is frightened. He screams a scream straight from the gut. It's the only place it could have came from. And just complete terror of what he sees before him. And of course, what he sees before him is James Vanderbeek. Uh, that's right. Uh, Dawson himself from Dawson's Creek fame. He went back in time to 1988 uh, and played this part. That's how amazing this movie is. There's time travel in it. There is... Legit real time travel in this film. James Vanderbeek himself, Dawson, is the main baddie in this movie. And it's a giant reveal. 
I mean, it's it blew my mind how amazing this was. And, of course, it's already been spoiled for me that there's more movies. So, uh, here's the deal. Here's how they take out James Vanderbeek. That that cop, he actually gets thrown out in the window, right? And he, he's gone. He lands on a car out of a four- or five-story building. He's done for. I mean, that's um, the other big thing. So, all that's left is his partner. And his partner realizes that this is James Vanderbeek. And this is the guy from Dawson's Creek, the show that hasn't even came out yet, but he's well aware of it. He's got it on his Netflix, his Netflix queue, so he knows of it. And he thinks to himself, what can I do? And this is probably the smartest part of this whole film. The maniac cop, James Vanderbeek, has this other guy cornered. This other guy is about to wet himself. I mean, he's so scared, and who could blame him? And then he remembers one thing. He looks at James Vanderbeek and he says, Pacey won. Pacey got your girl. Pacey got your girl, man. Pacey got Joey. And James stops in his tracks, James Vanderbeek. And he he's like he starts to cry. He weeps passionately. And he's sobbing, I mean, to the point where the other guy's very uncomfortable to be in that room. And then the other guy just goes, oh, this is my chance. And he pushes him out off of a cliff. I don't know where the cliff came from, but it was there the whole time. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Another twist. And James Vanderbeek falls to his supposed death. But here's the thing. The last scene, the end credits, after the credits roll, they were already doing this in in the 80s. Uh, it, it, It goes... It flashes to the water because so, he landed in the ocean or something. And a hand pops up out of the water. And James Vanderbeek will return in Maniac Cop 2, which comes out two years later. I already looked this stuff up. That's how much I care about you people. I did some very light research. <laughs> I said, dear Google, when did this movie come out? And it told me. It's magic. So that's what happens in Maniac Cop. But what do I think of the acting? That's a great question. Anything that Dawson is in, I am all for. I have seen every episode of Dawson's Creek, hashtag humblebrag. And uh, this is like a weird side Dawson's Creek story. And I'm all for it. Something to change up the formula every once in a while is not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you got to keep the peeps on their toes, so to say. And this certainly does that. And acting-wise... I mean, it's just fantastic. You can't get any better than James Vanderbeek. So this is getting an A+, double, triple plus for me. What about the special effects? While this movie is shot in the 80s, and it's it's just, uh, there's no way that it looks any different from that. I mean, it just has screaming 80s all over it. It does have time travel. I mean, James Vanderbeek comes back in time to play the role of the Maniac Cop. So it's got that going for it. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's amazing if you think about it. Uh, You know, he would have been really, really young if he had played this when the movie came out. So instead, he smartly, I'm assuming his agent was smart and told him he should do this, waited until after Dawson's Creek to go back in time to play this role. That's what a lot of actors really should do. I don't know why they're not doing it, but, you know, missed opportunities, I guess. 
But special effects are very, very good. So I'm going to recommend it just on that alone. But what do I feel about the overall movie? Let's find out. I just winked. I don't know why I winked in an audio thing. It doesn't really... You can't see it, but I winked. With both eyes now. I've double winked at you. That means we're going steady, I think. I don't know. But this movie overall has Dawson in it, so that's just knocking it up. If this had Dawson and Pacey in it, I mean, Pacey's mentioned, but you don't ever actually see him, uh, this, this movie would have been like a 10 all day long because you got the double star power, in my opinion. But you get one of them at least, so that on itself gets it to at least a five. But the movie is is just like a side Dawson's Creek story, so that knocks it up another two points for me. I'm going to give this movie a seven. A seven out of ten. James Vanderbeek's career is looking great. And uh, this movie is a must-see. Go out of your way to see this film. It's a work of art. Thank you for joining me on Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews. I appreciate every one of you. I may threaten you again with a Facebook page and just never do it. And maybe that's why nobody reached out to me. That's what I will tell myself. Instead of the harsh dark cold reality that nobody cares about things that I do I shouldn't be talking these things out of my head I should just think them and let them stay there but hey I'm an open book also go to bicbp-radio.com get yourself a Johnny Townsend's Horde movie reviews t-shirt and you'll be grateful and I don't know why you'd be grateful but you'd be grateful and I'd be happy and grateful a lot of gratefulness going around here so keep it up. The gratefulness. Go grab a shirt. Join the John Townsend's Horde Movie Review Army. And we will uh, take over the, the world, sort of, with our dislike of horror films. But <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Most of the people who listen to this probably like horror films. And I should not alienate that. But <laughs> as, uh, as my mommy always said, I'm not the brightest crayon in the in the box she never actually said that but you know I'm smart in other areas (laughs) that's right I am thanks for joining me I appreciate it you all rock stay tuned next time I don't know what the movie is going to be but I'm sure I'll think of it especially when I ask somebody hey what movie should I review suggestions are welcome join me next time over and out and fulfill the vampire this is Johnny Townsend's board movie reviews thanks for listening and uh, as always, just, you know, don't go out at night, apparently. All these movies kind of tell me that. Stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs>